Hello there. What you're about to hear is a preview of this week's premium episode of It's Just Banter. These are the episodes where Jake and I will feature our political opinions and also a lot of the regular stuff they're used to from the Tuesday episodes. If you would like to hear this episode in full, along with the entire backlog of previous episodes of this kind that we've already recorded, go to patreon.com slash it's just banter, all one word. It's only five bucks a month. That five bucks helps us to be able to dedicate a little bit more time in our lives to the podcast. It also just makes our lives better because people enjoy life more when they have more money. So think about signing up. And either way, please enjoy this preview. So, yeah, no, um, a couple months ago, you guys will recall, I don't even remember how this came up, but we were talking about the topic of AR-15s. And I said, you know what? I'd love to see what it's like to shoot an AR-15. Oh, yeah. Mainly born out of, I don't even know if I said this on the podcast at the time, but the thing that was going through my head was that, uh, you know, as um, the folks that I traced my bloodline back to were trying to inform the British that they would prefer to rule their own island in the 1970s and 80s. Yes. That was their their top choice. And just this, like... Was it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have thought they were Kalashnikov boys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I certainly just think that... Just that rebel spirit, you know? Getting guns from America was a, a big thing for them. Like that they're, you know... They, they, I'm sure that there are Irish people in Russia, and I'm also sure that it's avail, it's possible to get Kalashnikovs somewhere other than Russia. But uh, I also, I don't know, like, Arm, are is Armalite uh, an American company? I don't it's got to be. Okay, it's got to be. Um, but uh, yeah, they're they're big. Like, you know, if if you were uh, an emigrant and were looking to still help the folks at home. Uh, there's plenty of people in America seeing to that the IRA had weapons. And the weapon that they were deeply in love with was the uh, the Armalite. And, uh, it, it's really astounding that you have romanticized this to your bloodline. No, 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 no. I'm not romanticizing any of it. It's a terrible thing. And <laughs> okay. You're putting words in my mouth. <laughs> I use very neutral language. Okay. Um, and so, uh, you know, uh, yeah, if... If anyone, if you or anyone else would like to make the case that this is uh, perverted and weird, then I grant your point. That's fine. Okay. Like, I am interested in the conflict, and it occurred to me that a way of deepening like my understanding of the whole thing is like the stuff that they use. Uh, easy enough for me to find one here and go fucking, you know, uh, kill some targets. You know, take the take the paper, put holes through it. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that was I got you. Um, and so, you know, put out the call, received many generous offers, all of which I appreciate, uh, but ended up going with, uh, our good longstanding buddy Clayton, Mm -hmm. who many years ago, uh, made a couple intros for the show for anyone who's been with us that long. He's a media kingpin. It's that Clayton. Yeah. Um, so, you know, with the move and everything, I've been too busy, but this week I decided I'd put it off long enough and I should find time. And so we uh, we went down to I think it's called just called like DFW Gun Range. The guy asked me to uh, or asked both of us. It's like we don't advertise, brother. Get the word out. So this is me doing that. Um, he that was an amazing experience. Just that guy. Uh, he's in his fifties, beefy dude. Um, like both fat and fit, if that makes sense. Of course. And Australian as fuck. 
yeah. amazing. So I, like, I don't know that I've ever met an Aussie like with a strong accent who just lives and works here. But to walk into a gun range, he's like, you know, fucking, I can't do the accent, but he can. Give us and a little taste. Strong. No, nah, I don't. Come on. Um, and he had a you know long gray ponytail. Oh yeah. He is was he wearing? Semi was he wearing tan? Combat fatigues. Tan, like, did he? No, no. Like, was he wearing earth tones? But you already said he's wearing like, like jungle camo, or like desert camo. Uh, I don't. I mean, it was it was more of like a it was a black vest, but it, tactical in nature. Of course, yeah. Had a a like wrist brace, I guess. Okay. Like, I assume it was related to shooting, but, like, he wasn't shooting. He was just working a cashier. Yeah, but at any moment, though. Cash register? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, and he was awesome. Just what a character. Yeah, yeah. And so... Uh, I don't think the gun range is light on characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In general. Um, employee or otherwise. And so we go there. While we're waiting, another group comes in. It's a, it's a dude and two ladies. What's up? Hell yeah, bro. And, we're already off to a sultry yeah. start here and uh he's i the guy's like uh you know hey you know are, are you uh good on your waivers or whatever and he was like i mean i filled out one before do i need to fill it out again they were like well, when's the last time you were here this man did not say a day he did not say a month he just looked him in the eyes and said father's day <laughs> it's probably a big range day i guess so Love yeah it. i mean it made sense yeah yeah but also it's not something that my family had ever occurred to go to yeah well yeah so that was just <sighs> another little taste of the culture that i enjoyed um and yeah as far as the uh the ar-15 goes boy they did a good job i mean i don't know if i'd call it a good job because the ultimate aim here is uh destruction and i'm i'm opposed to destruction i told you dude jesus fucking christ can it destroy some things yeah and like it's it might as well be made by like uh like fisher price it's so easy that yeah that was the overwhelming thing <laughs> you're like god damn like of, i'm i'm just thinking about the boys in belfast they could have a fucking seven-year-old come in yeah they would they, not but, need to train him and i they did They'd just be like <laughs> do these two things go yeah. ahead the, the the preferred weapon of the child rebel soldier it's very easy it's, and there's very little there's very little kick to it yeah you're just fucking rambo it's, Love a, it. it's a pleasant killing experience <laughs> um, any handguns yeah 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 we tried some handguns much more uh physical experience i would I mean, say like sure. as far as your uh yeah i mean it's the ar-15 is it's too easy to get much out of it like in in terms of the you know shooting experience yeah like the upside is that i mean it's not an upside i i don't know how to talk about any of this stuff i was gonna say the upside is you could give it to a seven-year-old that's not an upside um well if that's your goal then <laughs> yeah 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 but uh you know um as far as like the the, the shooting experience goes it's you're doing nothing yeah. like you say there's nothing going on it's too easy the the handgun you you know you're doing something there for sure um and then uh clayton had a gift card so uh the range had uh an uh, array of uh special weapons you could rent so there was a uh uh 
fully automatic used in World War II. Oh wow! Yeah, that we uh, we we took that down from behind the counter. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the best thing about that is that you feel like you're on like. Uh, and this is just top of mind because it's going to be a movie of the month eventually. But when you're there and you're doing the rentals, like it feels like you're in a scene from like Tremors. Sure. Or like any other movie with a prominent gear up scene. Yeah, yeah. Your James Bond loadout. Yeah, exactly. The Shield was big on this. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, a lot of cop movies where it's like, all right, let's go to the room. <laughs> yeah. And it feels almost like I always thought this was funny, too. Uh and I'm sure that there are people in law enforcement and military people that could explain to me why this is the way that it is. But like, you know, I understand the value of a shotgun at, relative to a rifle or a handgun. But it, it all, it's almost like the like in in, you know, film and in TV depictions of this, it's basically like the Ninja Turtles where each guy has the same like weapon every time. It's like, ah, oh, limb. He's the shotgun guy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, well, what makes him that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just seems That's funny to thing. me that like everyone picks their their uh, their weaponry exactly the same as it is. And, yeah, like, no variety. Like, yeah, like you know, and just I'm, have a different experience. That's, I guess, it. But really, there's probably like one gun that would be best for everything. Like, really. You're really going to try to sell me on the fact that the turtles needed four different we four different weapons? They couldn't all just have swords. Probably could have done the same stuff. Why'd you give this guy swords? tiny swords? Yeah, <laughs> you Three. you obviously have some full size ones. At least give him one of yours. Switch. Yeah. So one like, has a tiny sword and one has the the full sword. I guess the idea is that Rafi could throw a sigh, you mm -hmm. know, hypothetically, but it just felt to me like those appeared like they were culinary related yeah <laughs> sharp items i don't yeah and i never really understood the utility of the sigh yeah I, I agree and then what okay so what happens if leonardo fights donatello well i can tell you what happened now you've got uh, a I big mean, stick cut in half i don't want does he have a stick are you a tour guide <laughs> like are we gonna walk yeah yeah he, he's been walking for a while he's, a little, you you know, hiking? He's, he's, he's tuckered out if any of the guys get tuckered out he's there to like let them borrow <laughs> it's such a weird anyways yeah yeah well, i'm glad you had fun yeah should, no it was uh, cool and by we i mean you should find time to do this because i probably never will i really enjoy clay shooting I did that for uh, Daniel's bachelor party. Oh, that's right. I remember you telling me that. And yeah, I like that quite a for bit. For me, I would call it uh, impossible. See, I feel like I am very unskilled, and I was able to be successful enough to make it fun. No, I didn't come anywhere close. Really? To threatening those clays. They were safe clays. All right. Well, that would make it not fun. But I would agree. The uh, hitting the the stationary target with the fucking laser sighted uh, rifle. That's pretty dope. That was uh, not difficult. Before I you handled that one pretty well. Handguns are all a mess. Before you get into big topic, mm -hmm. did you by any chance see any of the tweets uh, after the Astro World situation? Like, did are you aware that this very quickly delved in, uh, devolved into astrology and numerology? No, I've seen people talking about astrology and numerology, but didn't understand why. Oh, I shoot. Have I've read a lot Thanks. about Thanks. the world stuff, and I You're don't know. Ready to say bad? Yeah, I am ready to say bad. I'm disturbed by the whole 
counter narrative of there was a guy going around syringing people and that's how the eight people died and you've already heard that they well <laughs> you're upset with houston law enforcement then yeah yes yes like the fact I, that absolutely. they ever even said that like yeah, should was, there ever be a case where a law enforcement officer has to issue a correction hey you know we heard something yeah well did you hear it from him mm. no yeah, no, I mean, I, I did not see the issuance of the correction, but I didn't need to. I knew yeah. the second I saw it that it was not true. I think it was last night, early this morning. It's right like, up there uh, with the uh, um, Shake Shack poisoning cops in New York. Oh, yeah. In terms of my knowing what was going on yeah. well before any of the facts came out. Yeah. Uh, this, this all got really, I mean, I want to say funny, but it's like the people were already dead. So this part is funny. Like okay. the people dying is not. Uh huh. Because there was a lot of this sort of stuff. Uh, here, I saved this one before it was deleted. Drake and Travis performed a ritual at Astroworld tonight. Those souls were sacrificed. Eight people dead. The eighth sign is Scorpio. The eighth house is Scorpio. Drake is a Scorpio. It was wow. just a super new moon in Scorpio opposite Uranus fall in Taurus. Who is a Taurus? Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more, but. I spent uh, kind of sounds like a slam dunk. I spent a big part of my Saturday morning reading through an open and shut case. It was really like the only more astrologically attached event I can think of in my life was like when Kobe died. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that one turned into a like basically. I mean, that turned into just it's from the jump you know like yeah it was, yeah it's right. for them yeah it was like immediately dan brown wrote the kobe death yes <laughs> it's yes, like yes. i don't know guys yeah i feel like we're, we're we're reaching a little bit here i mean you really have to have a, an intense belief in things that can't be proven to be a kobe fan in the first place so okay his clutch numbers might not have been as good as the narrative around him were what about his just fucking shooting percentage right. in general how was that you know i don't know that history has had a chance to decide smile upon or frown upon but you deciding to do a podcast on how kobe's numbers really weren't as good as people think two weeks after he died was one of the worst decisions in the history of this podcast someone had to say it <laughs> everyone else is like Man, I don't know. This is a real critical moment for our media and the way that we cover our heroes. How much of the post-mortem uh, coverage is going to focus on the negative aspects of his life and the Aurora situation and the harm that he caused? How will we work that into the story about uh, Kobe Bryant? And TC was like, Kobe wasn't very good. <laughs> I'm not, I don't care about any of that other shit. When he tried to put the ball in the basket, how often did he do it, folks? <laughs> He's over here comping him to Jordan and being like, look, this is a golf, people. It's a golf that can't be ignored. Foolish. <laughs> that was, uh, I kid, that was one of your finer moments. Well, I don't know. Uh, hopefully this will come to be viewed as such, but uh, it's, it's real in the balance. So I've, uh, I've been doing a lot of thinking in the last 24 hours about whether or not to do this and about what things I present and withhold in the podcast.